0: Welcome to the Neighbourhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighbourhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast.
1: Well, parenting. Parenting. I never thought that I would be the one that would be up here talking to you about parenting. I thought if I ever did, that I would probably be like 80 or 90 years old and saw how my kids ended up before I ever got to speak into something so big and so important. To see where maybe my mistakes were, to maybe see where my wins were, because let's be honest, most of us don't know what we are doing. Having something is definitely not the same as knowing how to use it. Just because I have a spouse and I have children doesn't mean that I know what to do with it all. God revealed to me as I was studying this message Yasmin, you aren't supposed to talk about your parenting. You aren't supposed to talk about your parents' parenting or even what you think is right you're supposed to talk about what parenting is supposed to look like, what I want parenting to look like. Well, this then made this message a lot more clearer to me. Since God knows I don't do everything right, and I've had my fair share of regrets already, and each of us are his children and are always learning as we go. And this message can truly be applied to each and every one of us, but with each child, with each person, no matter how different, I do believe we all have one goal for our children and for ourselves, and that's the direction that I'm going to go today, and I hope that we can learn together. What goes on in the four walls of a home can be the source of enormous joy, but it also can be the source of unparalleled levels of grief. And I'm believing in this season that God is going to build up our families, build up our relationships, bring us all back to the dinner table, help us focus on what is important and fight for what actually matters the most in our lives. And I think this is important if your kids are young or old, you have grandchildren, you have influence even over some kids. So today's message, and my part two message, is going to stay in Psalms 127. So I ask you if you've got a book at home, or you've got your iPad at home, you've got the Bible at home, to open it up to Psalms 127. And this is where I'll base the message today, but I'll kind of go over a couple different areas of Scripture to shed, to shed some more truth and some more light onto each of these things. So most of us, when we think of David when you think of the Psalms. But this one is actually written by Solomon. And Solomon was said to be the wisest person that ever lived. And this came from God's lips. And I know he made his fair share of mistakes like many of us do. But I tell you that to say we could definitely go to worse places for the knowledge and advice. So I'm going to read out of Psalms 127 uh, in the New King James Version. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. Who build it? Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has a quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. So talking about arrows and talking about warriors, uh, this message, this parenting two-part message, is actually going to have an acronym. And the acronym spells ARROWS. Um, You'll see them come up on the screen. Um, We've got AIM, RELEASE, RHYTHM, OPPONENT, WORK, and SPECIAL. But the first letter is where we'll actually be today. And then we'll continue with all the remaining letters in another message. It won't be next weekend because it's generosity weekend. We're kicking off the week there. But it will be the weekend after. So you won't want to miss the conclusion as we wrap it all together. A is our real focus. We need to know what before everything else. And the R-R-O-W-S is the hows of daily life. What else we can learn from this psalm and how to live it out. So let's get started. So A is for aim. So, taking from our scripture, with arrows in the hand of a warrior. So the aim for an archer is the center target or the bullseye or the mark you're trying to hit. Mission accomplished. So what as a parent should be the goal? The target of raising kids in a godly home. And first, I want to say this. Children are a blessing, not a burden. And I think some of you may need to hear that today. How you think of them, how you speak of them, should be as a blessing, not a burden. In verse 3, it says, He says that they are a gift and a reward. Happy is the man that has a full quiver. In Hebrews, this means happy, happy. And I know it can feel like a burden, especially right now in these times. Parenting can feel like a burden. Parenting is crazy and it changes your life forever. But this is one thing I want you to remember. A blessing can often be confused with a burden because they're both so heavy. So make no mistake, parenting is a weighty responsibility. Your children is going to your children are going to grow up one day and read in the Bible or maybe hear in a church that God is their father and that God has the heart of a mother. Your child will either get to an accurate picture of who God is with ease because of you or with great difficulty in spite of you. That my friends, is weighty, something that we should take very seriously. We represent God to them. We need grace for them, and we need grace for ourselves. So I take you to another scripture. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians 4.17. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an internal glory that far awaits them all. So we fix our eyes not, what is on, not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For the things that are seen are temporary. What is unseen is eternal. If you look at parenting without faith and without grace, all you will see is problems. All you will see is the areas that seem burdensome. If you look at it with faith, you will see the eternal impact that is possible. There will come a day that you will wish all those troubles back, I know that's hard to believe, but one day you will. So don't miss the beauty of the mess because the blessing is all around you. And some will say, oh, Yasmin, you don't get it. You don't have a teenager like I have or an adult child that acts like this. And with all due respect, Yasmin, you have no idea what you're talking about. That problem, that child, that circumstance, your circumstance, the attitude, the drama, the work, maybe it's mental health, behavioral issues, disrespect. And this is what I will say to you every single time. This child has been made in the image of God and has been entrusted in your care. They are full of potential blessing, no matter your current situation, no matter how different your arrow is. So using arrows as my guide, I decided to look into this and I realized that children and arrows, there's some similarities. Lots of different arrows, but one target. Looking into arrows, I discovered that there are so many different kinds of arrows, hundreds in fact, and with all the options of feathers and tips and materials, It's unlimited the potential. There are so many different arrows for an archer. And when referring to our children, they are very different arrows too. And every one of us is different. The arrows in my quiver are different than the ones in your quiver. And even from kid to kid, sibling to sibling, their temperaments are unique and different. Their personalities, some are shy, some are the life of the party, some will be doctors, some will play sports, some are rough and wild, some will preach sermons, some will be hairdressers, some will make movies, and some will just simply drive you crazy. (laughs) Not every arrow should be like every other arrow or even grow at the same pace. So when I was planning this message, I gave my kids a project. I thought it would actually be quite simple. Just each of them, all four of them, make an arrow, an arrow that they would like. And I wanna show you how different they were. They, they actually exceeded my expectations. I was just expecting different colors, uh, a different design, but they really, really exceeded my expectations. And I'm gonna show them to you because it makes my illustration so much better. So we've got, they're going to come up on the screen since you can't see them in my lap here. Um, But for Paige, she, if you look at her arrow, you're going to see some handprints, which represents her love for children and how she pours into them in ministry. And then she's got, it's just beautiful with blues and purples. She loves that. She's got her favorite verse on here. Uh, She's got musical notes to represent her love for singing and for her love for playing the guitar. She's got crowns to represent Disney princesses because, you know, she wants to be a princess. And then she's got, of course, Mickey Mouse to represent Disney. And it's just beautiful. And then you look at Bailey's, which is next, and you see she's got a tortoise shell as a tip. This girl is obsessed with turtles. It started years ago, and that's obviously the tip. But what's really cool about Bailey's is her arrow, her actual stick, she's made a pencil. And so that's to represent her love for drawing and her creativity. She's got a Connor McDavid signature to represent her love for hockey and for the Oilers. No hating for the Oilers. And we've got Netflix on here, a paw print for her dogs. And of course, the feather tip is the Holy Bible, which is amazing. And then you look at James's, and his is cool because first of all, it's got a huge flame on it. So that's always awesome. And then we've got a heart at the end because he told me that he could never actually kill anybody. So he put a heart at the end, which I thought was pretty cute, with a cupcake tip because this kid loves baking and cooking. It's awesome. And he's got Disney on there. He's got an octopus, cause it's his favorite sea creature. I absolutely love the Buzz Lightyear wings to represent Toy Story. He's got a snake on there and he's got Lego and a hammer because he's a master builder. So he's a master builder at Lego and he wants to be a master builder in real life one day. So that's really cool. And then my last one is George's. And George has a diamond tip. Because he says it's the best jewel in the world, um, he's got Disney character, or he's got a Disney character on here. He's got superheroes on here, a panda bear because he loves panda bears, and um, his stick actually represents his bass guitar, and so that's really cool. And then he's got Sonic rings because it's a game he likes. And then the feather is a rainbow because he always says that it reminds him of God and and the promise that God gave him. He just loves rainbows. And then a Thor hammer and a Bible. So it's, it's pretty cool what they did and pretty amazing. And I just really wanted to share those with all of you. So after seeing all those, I think we can agree that all arrows are different. All made by God, fearfully and wonderfully made, but different. And they don't need to be like their sisters or their brothers. They're, they're different arrows. And that's a good thing. Actually, listen up. That's a God thing. So different arrows, but still one target. All arrows, no matter their differences, are meant to achieve the same thing. Hit the bullseye. One target. So all my arrows looking so different, but one target, one goal. So what's at the center of that target? What should we be aiming for? What are we going towards? We need to know the what, the target, before we can discuss any other stuff. So I'm going to look to Jesus for this in Matthew 6, 33 and it says but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you so with all different arrows the goal is heaven all come to know jesus the one who said i am the way the truth the life and no one comes through to the father except through me nothing is more important than that nothing that matters more We must win their hearts. These kids know Jesus and trust in him and walk with him. We need to know the goal. There will be many who want to tell you how to raise your kids, tell you how to spend your money, neighbors who want you to feel like you need a certain thing or kids in school have this or have that. But for me and my house, fill in the blank. For me and my house, we will serve the Lord, seeking first the kingdom of God. And everybody here, everybody watching has a for me and my house. You will need to finish that sentence either way. And some of you might say, my house, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But the reality looks very, very different. For me and my house, we will play soccer. Because every priority is about soccer. We will go anywhere. We will adjust our schedules for it. We will spend our monies on it. Maybe it's baseball. Maybe it's hockey. Maybe it's education. Maybe it's all about getting into the best school or the family business that maybe you're not even called to. And nothing is wrong with any of these things. And I'm not saying that if it's God's call. If you focus on the things that this world has to offer, you will be all over the place. You will look back and I promise you, you will regret it. When your time was so little to shape that child, you will regret it. Seek first the kingdom of God, shape everything else around it and all these things will be added to you. For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So another comparison to arrows, and this is my favorite one, is arrows can extend your reach. So they can go where an archer cannot. And I love this because I won't be around forever. So they're going to go no matter what, somewhere that I can't go. Could you imagine if your kids were raised that each moment of their lives, each moment even from this day forward, steeped in an atmosphere of faith. Parents' words and prayers and everything in the air of that home was just this turbo-charged with this radical expectation of great things that God was going to do. God would do exceedingly abundant things beyond what you could even think or dream up for your child. No matter the school they went to, the job that they got, the sports the play that they play, that God would work through them and do more in their lives than they could possibly ever imagine to do on their own. The results of their lives wouldn't be natural they would be supernatural. And arrows go places that you can't go, right? So you need to prepare them for this, raise a difference maker, have them grounded and stand firm in who Jesus is. But they can't know what you don't tell them. God's word says in Deuteronomy 6, 7, that you need to teach them uh, diligently, talk about them. My favorite time to teach my kids is not some formal teaching where we sit down for devotion time. These can actually go frighteningly bad, like really bad. Sometimes I just have to pull the Bible out, pull anything out, and they just stop listening. I'm not talking about those times. I'm actually talking about the organic times. The walks, the drives, the trips up to the church, the trips up to the store. You can take it anywhere you go. You flavor your conversation. Lessons as they present themselves. And remember, grace. So, so much grace. It is our job to educate our children. And formal teaching, whether you decide to do homeschooling or you do the public schools, that part's your choice. But your job to shape their world, it's your job to shape their worldviews and their value system they need what you have been called to teach them don't let somebody else do it they will get this knowledge somewhere if you don't so if you forfeit this if you forfeit this responsibility to teach them in a variety of different subjects i'm talking about relationships sexuality money faith work everything and anything you have handed this sacred call from god to their friends or their teachers or tv or video games, or coaches, or movies, or Facebook, or YouTube, you name it. It's endless, the options that they have out there now. And even if you feel like you don't even know what you're doing, because I do sometimes, even if you feel like a failure, or made mistakes, or maybe you had really bad parents, or you feel like you have nothing to teach, or maybe this is new to you, this is the first time you've heard about God today, like God is new to you. Maybe you've just discovering him in this exact moment. How can I tell them anything is what you're thinking. And this is what I will say. Failure, grace and repentance are truly some of the most powerful forms of parenting out there if even if it feels like it's not working and it feels like they're not listening and you don't know what you are doing, you just need to keep doing it, keep trying, keep speaking truth into their life. Because remember that grace is for you too. And it can't just be words. They can't follow what you don't show them. So you need to be living it out in front of them daily. I found this quote online and it says, when children are young, they do as you tell them. But when they are old, they do as you do. See, our actions are more powerful than our words. The greatest gift to our children is our presence. Not a perfect home, just one with you in it. So as I wrap up A for AIM, I share with you another finding. The archer's stance matters. Their feet are planted on the ground, standing firm, and their shoulders are width apart. This matters. Plant your feet and stand firm. If you want to know how to run your house, you need to live your life planted in God's house. In Psalm 23, 6, it says, When you pass through the valley of the death, we get to do what? Dwell in God's house forever. That's the target, right? The target that I'm talking about. When the trials come, we have this firm foundation. We can cry and we can scream and we can grieve, but not be moved, not be shaken. That's the target, right? Bring them to church. Let's do this together. Let's partner as the neighborhood church to raise our little arrows, grounded in the truths of God. And not just the little ones, the teens, the young adults, actually each other. All different, all unique, but we have one target. Heaven is the aim. Win souls. Knowing Christ and walking with him, helping people find and follow Jesus. Other things are important, but not the goal. All of us, all of us are arrows. Let's work together to hit the target. So as as I wrap up, I actually found this quote on Mother's Day, and it was written by Anne Vos Camp. and I think that it wraps up my message perfectly. Parenting is never about how your kids turn out, and I'm going to repeat that for you because you need to hear it. Parenting is never about how your kids turn out. It's always and only about how you keep turning towards your kids and their maker. So we're going to pray here right away, and we're going to close some time. The worship band is going to come back up. Next weekend, we'll be talking about uh, generosity. We're going to kick off the week of a generosity week, and then Pastor John is going to share about finances. Um, And then I will look at concluding this message the following weekend, which we will talk about releasing them, finding a rhythm, their opponents, so who they're up against, work, and special moments. So I'm going to pray. And then we're gonna go into a time of worship. I should say to you actually today that we're gonna end a little different. So Pastor Paul is going to lead us in the song, Blessings, which I'm sure many of you have heard before. And he is going to sing this and bless it over our congregation, bless it over the community, bless it over the world who's ever watching. So you can join in there. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this time. I thank you for the gift of parenting. And I thank you that you use parents to shape young people's lives and older people's lives, Father. What a gift. I pray for protection of our parents and our households, Father. I pray for your provision over in their lives, Father. There's so much that we can do, Father. There's so many things around us, but we look to you to be our source of knowledge, Father, and our source of protection. Father, we can find you. You can strengthen us when we're weak. And I know that this peace that can be found, the real peace can only be found in you, Father. And I just pray this today. I thank you that we get to look to your word for anything and everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: We are so thankful that you've listened in to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. If you have questions or comments about what you've heard, we would love to hear from you. Go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us. Everything we do would not be possible without your generosity. If you would like to give, check out that same link in the podcast description. If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.